The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm delighted to welcome back to the show today, Jim Self, who's been on the show a couple of times, a wonderful alchemist, understanding the way in which the world is shifting at this time and just published a great little book called What Do You Mean? The Third Dimension is Going Away, co-authored with Roxanne Burnett. Jim, as I was just finishing the book uh, this morning, actually, before the show, I was having an internal little joyful chuckle about your comments on the fifth dimension and what that's about. So we'll talk about that in the show, but I'm so delighted to have you back on the show. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, thanks, Peter, for having me. I appreciate it. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say about the the shift that uh, was taking place between... December the 12th, the 12-12, and December 21st at the end of uh, 2012 because all sorts of uh, information was flying around about what was going to happen, what was happening, and subsequently what did happen. And I'd love to hear your perspective on what took place. Yeah, this was quite thrilling, actually, you know, and and yet there's a lot of people who have created uh, tremendous expectations, both in fear, the world's going to come to an end, and on the other end, light worker types that believed in a blink of an eye they were going to turn into, uh, you know, have long white beards and big robes and, and be surrounded by light and everything's going to be perfect. And on both ends of that spectrum, people were disappointed. So one of the things that is, is very important going forward is this concept of expectations and conditions that we hold in our rational mind, believing this is going to be the result. And many times there's nothing foundational about that expectation or belief other than I want it to be that way. So, but this shift that occurred as it has been talked about was extremely dynamic and very, very profound. And yet to the rational mind of a, of a person walking around, you know, the, the, the sun is still out, the trees are still um, in the northern hemisphere in winter, and um, nothing much changed in my moment-to-moment reality. But what did change is in the consciousness of all that is, and an expansion of your awareness is going to and is already taking place. But what will sound very um, unreal, possibly even to some, 
is the concept of the third dimension. You and I have talked about this before, which is like a box of rules and structures. It's not a place, this third dimension. The this chair you sit in, the tree outside the window, that's form. That's part of the staging and the backdrop and uh, that that allows you to play in your play. But that rigidity, the conditionality of the third dimension, the right, wrong, good, bad, and particularly that very strong electromagnetic field that when you think I'm not okay, I'm not okay, I'm not okay, you begin to create a magnetic field that really ratchets down that structure and becomes very dominant in your means of moving around. I'm not attractive, I don't fit, I'm not smart, I'll never succeed. All of those concepts that we all walk around with and then try to forget by burying them in the unconsciousness are held together by a very powerful set of magnets, if I could, very simply. The third dimensional box rules and structures on 12-12-12 effectively was removed. Now, the tree is still outside the window. You're still sitting in the chair. But the rigidity of the third dimension that held us in these dominations and kind of enslavements and allowed for structures to um, control, the mechanisms are gone. They have been removed. The door on the third dimension is gone. But right here, some people say, well, if it's all gone, how come the banking system is still sitting there? How come I have debt? I haven't gotten my house, etc. The habits of your third dimensional reality are still in place. But the glue that holds them together and what you believed was fact and truth is no longer in place. So... That experience is enormous, and yet the rational mind doesn't understand it yet. But that's what you're going to see expanding going forward, is more awareness of an ease within the body and how choice becomes much more available to you. So that was the, the closing of that door on the 12th. So it really now is an illusion, and it's just a matter of us recognizing that and overcoming uh, those old uh, habits so what actually took place on the 21st? Well, this the, between the 12th and the 21st, there was a shift. It was like shifting your, your weight from your right foot to your left foot in real simple terms. But on the 21st, an enormous opening. It would be almost as if you are in the clouds and you poked your head through the, the limit, the top of the cloud, and basically wound up seeing something that was this aha. But again, the rational mind and the limitation of your intuition structuring in a third dimension and the limitation of the third dimensional consciousness really didn't let you fully understand what happened. It's as if the gears of the universe are now just moving you into another position in the universe that will allow ease and flow much more fluidly mobile, with mobility and flexibility than the old box that you've been sitting in that third dimension of restriction and condition. And th this is a tremendous opening. And with that said, let me say it again, the rational mind does not understand what's going on because the rational mind is very much geared to keeping you safe and having you fit in third dimension. 
but basically that third dimension is no longer there. It's as if you had a, a broken wall that you have been leaning against, third dimension, and you're worried about the wall falling down. That's that anxiety that runs in everybody's body. Something's not right. And yet you become very dependent on leaning on that wall for your own safety. The wall has been removed. And yet, so there's an ease on one hand, but on the other hand, there's still this something's going on and I don't know what to do. And those two positions are beginning to be what people are uh, being conscious of. So, Jim, we actually called this show Mastering the Shift. So perhaps this is a good opportunity for you to start explaining to our listeners how they can indeed manage or stick handle their way through, as we would say in uh, Canada in hockey terms, to manage their way through this shift and what people need to do. Well, you, you, you understand that, for example... If you were going from driving an automatic car to driving a stick shift car, you would have to make some adjustments. Same thing here with this shift of consciousness. What you have known, how you have known it, how you have either resisted it or embraced it, is not the way that it will work in this new construct of consciousness. And so there are some some transitionary opportunities here and like many people will choose to not do their homework or not read the book or not pay attention to the new instruction manual. And so they will have more of a challenging time because they're not bothering to pay attention. Others will read the manual and basically start to adjust to the new, con- new structuring. One of the things that is required in this transition is that you begin to know yourself. And in order to know yourself, this element of time, as we have talked about it in the past also, third dimension time being past, past, present, future, and then you die. And people have looked at that as a fixed, absolute, this is how it is. But time is an application. It's not a fixed construct. So as we move into this new structure, one of the things about yourself is to begin to be very much in the center of your head and very much in present time. The past does no longer exist and nor did it ever and the future doesn't exist in the same manner. So what happens is your past when you're looking at your experience in present time right now a situation in front of me and it has remnants of historical you know, relationships or things that may not have worked. What you can do in present time is look at your history, your past as history, and then choose how did you do it then, did it work, and how would you like to do it now in order to set your future in motion. Those words don't sound very different than what you might have heard months and years ago, but in fact, when you get into present time, you have choice. When you have all of your attention in worry and fear, past and future, you don't have choice. You're constantly in reaction. And so with the third dimension gone, the third dimensional time construct is also gone. And now you're in a place where you can choose the reality you wish without the glue of the third dimension. And for some, that's going to be too easy and challenging. And for others, 
you're going to say, okay, I get it. There's an aspect of tools that are available to you, and, and, and one of them is where do you start and stop, for example. Now, in real terms, that's not a correct statement or question. But if you can identify where the edge of your aura starts and stops and basically create a construction in your head that says, from that point of the edge of my aura to my heart is me, and from the edge of my aura outwardly is Shakespeare's theater to entertain me. That simple concept frees you up enormously because to a great extent, what is outside of your space, many of us have taken it personally. It's our responsibility. We have to fix that. I have to take care of all these things. And you really wear yourself out fixing other people, and yet it was never your responsibility to fix them. So what is our responsibility in that situation, Jim? Our responsibility is begin to know yourself. Now, it doesn't mean you don't um, care about other people, but what it does mean is, and you and I both, Peter, know lots and lots of healers who believe their job is to fix others. And the very first thing you want to pay attention to in this new space is, healer, heal thyself. See, the way this structure is working is if you can basically begin to be aligned with your own heart, with your own truths, as you know your truths, not as you've been told them over years of time, but as you begin to get into present time, you begin to observe, choose, and then act, rather than shoot, ready, aim, and then have to apologize for the mess you created, what you can do is begin to recognize that everybody is on their own path. And you knowing better to fix them is just like somebody knowing better to fix you. And if you can begin to stop fixing, and in many times the more appropriate word is meddling in other people's affairs, and start to ask before you engage, you're going to find that many times by not healing, not fixing, not meddling, you're going to give people much more freedom to understand themselves and make better choices. It's just like uh, we have a friend who was recently married for 39 years and finally they got divorced. And in both cases, the two individuals have a tremendous sense of freedom. That's because they have been living in each other's space, shooting and, and wanting and directing and you must and you as well as I know, when you should on people, you get a lot of should all over yourself and them too. And so when you can begin to kind of pull your energy into your own space and begin to observe the world, the amount of freedom you're about to experience is enormous. And yet you can care about others. You can say, would you like my assistance or would you like some information? They either accept it or not, but it's not your problem. If they ask and you provide and then they don't do anything about it, it's not your problem. And, and that concept of not my problem is a challenge for many healers. Thanks, Jim. That's a really, really important point. We're actually coming up to our first break, so we'll take that break now. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.petertongue.com, where my uh, February newsletter is now posted, and uh, I gave some reflections upon uh, the first month in the new energies and how I perceived them, uh, and all our radio shows are archived there with all the guests. Uh, this is my 188th show today um, with Jim Self, so I'm delighted about that. Um, so as all those shows are there available for you with descriptions of the guests themselves. And also www.myheartcenteredjourney.com and our Ambassadors of Light program where we have classes every other week, again, keeping you up to date with what is happening in the world of consciousness and spirit. So www.petertongue.com and www.myheartcenteredjourney.com. So back to Jim Self, who's returned to the show and is talking about mastering the shift. And one of the things you said right off the top of the show, uh, Jim, was some of the light work is expecting everything to be completely rosy and wonderful after December 21st. And one of the things I know is happening for people is their stuff has been coming up big time. So can you help people understand what that's about? Yes, very much so. So this third dimension magnetic field that I'm talking about, so where these, where the more you think, well, let me put it this way, thoughts are electrical, emotions are magnetic, and when you create an electromagnet in physical terms, you have a block of steel that has magnetic properties, just like well, a block of steel, and you wrap a wire around it one time, 
and you plug it into the wall, you create a weak magnetic field. If you wrap that wire around it 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times, you create a very powerful magnet. So somebody says to you, Peter, you're not a nice person, whatever that means to you. You have a thought that says, what does that mean? But you immediately drop from the mental body into the emotional body. Thoughts are electrical, emotions are magnetic. And then you start thinking, well, why did they say that? Am I really not that good of a person? Am I not attractive? I don't fit, etc. The more you think those thoughts, the more you create that magnet. And that magnet has been very effective for you all for a long period of time, drawing in a lot of thoughts, mostly which are not your own thoughts. You know, people say to you, you're, you're, you're not very smart. They really are having a bad lifetime at that moment, and moments later, they don't even remember saying that. But you've seen people that basically their whole life is turned on one experience that took less than 10 seconds to occur. So we bury those, and then we keep thinking about it. Am I not okay? Am I not okay? So for all of these years, we've collected a lot of those thoughts. With the third dimension magnetic field being released, going away, all of those thoughts are now just in free flow within your unconscious space. They're beginning to peel away. They're beginning to disappear. It's like paint peeling off of a house. So one of the things that many people are beginning to experience are thoughts and emotions that have nothing to do with them now but may have happened to have an event attached to them in their previous years. But I thought I spent 10 years in therapy and that was all gone. It wasn't all gone. It's now beginning to peel away. And so many people are beginning to have experiences of old emotional patterns, old thought patterns. There's a very specific key to this that will be very helpful in simplicity. If you can understand that all of that magnetic field isn't there and everything is now drifting away from you, when it comes into your reality, if you can basically have the concept of it's leaving, it's simply leaving. And if you don't ask the question, why are you here again? You're going to find that that thought will just leave. And if you can, when a thought comes up that's not okay, Take a breath, it's leaving, turn your head, go for a walk, put your attention on something else, and I guarantee you within minutes or seconds, you will not even remember that thought was there. So if you don't ask why and don't argue with it and just be, in fact, if you can do this, kind of excited like, wow, I'm getting rid of this big chunk of stuff that I didn't even know I was still hanging on to, but isn't this cool, it's leaving, you're going to find a lot of release goes on in the body without the emotional attachment to the release. And when that release happens, Jim, how, 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 do, how are people experiencing that? How do they know that they've let it go? Well, there's another kind of very magical part of all this game. And I and I've used to say this a lot. It's, it's, for the most part, you don't know what you don't know. And so there's a lot of information that you've stored in that I'm not okay space. And when the wires are not connected, see, this whole shift is about rewiring, rebuilding, realigning, remembering yourself. 
And so when the wires are not connected, you don't know what you don't know. And so then I say something and you have this aha. You go, oh, wow, that's really interesting. At that moment, the wires just connected. You had a new insight. And sometimes, all of a sudden, you know this too. You, you go, oh, wait a minute. Say that again because I, I had it, but I just lost it. The wire disconnected in simple terms. So I say it again and you go, oh, yeah, I got it. That's great. What happens at that moment when the wire is reconnected, which is what you're all about right now, you do not remember that you ever did not know that conscious awareness you just put your attention on. You begin to build from the heart all that you are and put it back together. And when the wire is connected, you don't remember that you even had thoughts of not being okay in that particular area of your consciousness. Sounds like a great situation, Jim. It's, it's called ascension, evolution, <laughs> expansion. And it's absolutely ridiculously simple when you start to step out of that third dimensional set of habits that are really invested in one way or another, I'm not okay, I'm not attractive, I'm not smart, I don't deserve. One of the things that is very important to understand here is it is impossible for you to be not okay. Impossible. You cannot be not okay. However, you can put on a pair of shoes that are too small or a shirt that doesn't fit, metaphorically speaking, and walk around really uncomfortable. And that's what you've been doing for the last 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. You've been accepting these gifts that people from their unconscious fears respond and simply say, there's something wrong with you. You're not attractive. Do it this way. Fix, make me comfortable. Change your habits or your beliefs. And a lot of times we try to adapt and adjust to mom, dad, teacher, minister. And what we do is we put on a shirt that just doesn't fit. It's not our color. We don't even like it. And yet we walk around with it on all of our life until we don't. With that magnetic field being gone, that shirt is beginning just to dissemble itself, just disintegrate, move away from you. And that's why it's so important not to grab a hold of it and then try to figure out why are you here again. And now we can choose to wear whichever shirt we wish to. Exactly. And see, that's the real key. You asked me a moment ago, what is? what do you do in this transition? Understanding you have choice, understanding you cannot be not okay, and understand that it's leaving are very big keys to this transition. So there was a lot of discussion around uh, the, the, those dates about what was going to happen to the planet itself. What's, what's your awareness and sense of, of planet Earth herself? Well, the planet is happy as can be. Thank you very much. <laughs> So what happens, though, see, one of the things that was that the, the Earth has gone through these kind of shifts many times, and particularly there is a cycle that we have just stepped out of. It's a, it's a, you, you understand that the moon goes around the Earth, and we call that day and night. You understand that the Earth and the Earth goes around the sun, and we call that seasons. But what that's all within our grasp, our visibility. But you don't have a sense of the solar system rotating through the zodiac on a 26,000 year plus pattern. That's just outside of our reality. And there's nobody around even 5,000 years ago. 
there's five phases of about 5,125 years each. We just left one of those phases. Now, the Earth has gone through these phases many, many different times. Historically, in the past, the way the Earth would make this transition into its next evolution would be to basically eliminate all the life on the planet, make its readjustments, move into a different inhabitational construct, and then invite everybody back, in my simple way of saying it. And this time the Earth wanted to see if we could do it without having to eliminate all of the living consciousness on the Earth. And it did an enormously successful job. However, there is a however to this. If you look around, you're going to start to see that there is a tremendous movement of people leaving their body on the planet. A tremendous amount of people are stepping out of the body. And the simplicity is they can't hold these new energy frequencies. And you're seeing it in lots of ways. Uh, a reference politics in the United States. You, you have a very conservative foundation in the United States. And to a great extent, it's represented by old white men. And it's evangelical type of beliefs. But the belief systems are very narrow, very rigid, unforgiving, not very flexible. But the earth is moving. The consciousness is moving. And those people can't move with it. And so you're, you're beginning to see this grouping of wonderful people that hold wonderful beliefs in a time that's out of present time. And they're basically stepping out of the body and going home. Just like all of us are either going to step out of the body and go home, or we're going to ascend and take the body with us. Those are the two choices that are available to you now. But there is on the planet a massive exodus of, of human life and animal life. So, Jim, we're actually up to our second break. We'll take that now. It's Peter Tong for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Having me today, Jim Self, who's giving us a wonderful insight into where we are in the world, what is taking place, and how we can master the shift. So, Jim, just let our listeners know uh, your website, how they can connect with you, and any events or your book as well. Just talk about that for a few minutes. Sure, you can. You can. We, we, our business model is to give away as much as possible for free. And so we have free lectures and a huge archive that's just available to anybody to read. Lots of the uh, free lectures are all there. Lots of the tools classes are there. They're all free. The book, we just decided to write the book over the last couple of years because we teach tools. And so this transition that we're talking about, these tools that we're talking about that allow you to get to know yourself, define your energy field, begin to operate from the higher mind, begin to access aspects of the heart that you've heard about, but it's an energetic choice to experience. So what we did in the book is we laid out a whole series of tools after explaining what this third dimension is and how it's shifting. Those tools, though, we did something fun. We basically put links to our website where there are half-hour, 45-minute, hour-long lectures or or teachings about how these tools work, how to construct the tool, how to put yourself into vibrations that are very structured, that you begin to know yourself from the heart rather than think from the head. And so it was a it was a very fun book to write. It it's it's simple, but don't mistake insignificant and simple. These are very fundamental tools that move you comfortably through this transition. And we've been teaching these tools for 30 years, and they work. So um, so the book's available on Amazon. It's also available at MasteringAlchemy.com. And it's called What You Mean the Third Dimension is Going Away. Uh, Jim Self and Roxanne Burnett. And the at- your actual website, www.MasteringAlchemy.com. Correct. Fantastic. Thank you. So, Jim, let's uh, let's chat about what's actually happening uh, to us, the human being, in terms of the physical body and, and what changes are taking place there. Well, let me set this up, and I'm going to tell you from, from A to Z. If you begin to get into present time, if you begin to understand that very seldom do you experience yourself in the center of your head, one of the reasons being that the mom, dad, teacher, minister of the world, in order to convince you, they love you, that this is right and this is wrong and we talk to these people, we don't talk to those people, you go to this school, you're going to be a doctor, you're not going to be an artist. All of those conditions, see, thoughts don't just go poof and go away. They go somewhere. They're all electromagnetic fields. A lot of those thoughts of other people sit in the middle of your head. And so one of the reasons that we have a challenge many times on knowing our own truth is because we can't get into the head or get into the heart because everybody else is sitting there telling us what's right and wrong. So as you begin to 
clean them out of the center of your head to do that, the process of beginning to reconstruct yourself is now beginning to be available. It takes an intentional set of decisions, some assembly required. There's, there's nothing free about this. You have to do the work, and the work is done in present time. But where we're playing is the ability to change the brain, turn it back on. I'm watching that very much happen to handfuls of people. The ability to begin to put the mental, emotional body back into one body, it was never meant to be two bodies, is in the process of occurring. The ability to begin to change the physicalness of the mental and emotional body, which is also very dense, to let the soul begin to anchor in the heart to where you begin to think with the heart and act from the wisdom of the soul. Those aren't random, throwaway, interesting concepts. These are very real experiences people are beginning to have. As you begin to turn the brain back on, rebuild that mental, emotional body, you also begin to merge the etheric body, which is the body you go to sleep in at night, and the mental, emotional, spiritual bodies. As that body becomes one, the opportunity to begin to access aspects and realms of consciousness within this higher fifth, sixth, seventh dimension begin to be very comfortable. It's not done through the rational mind. It's done in the fields of consciousness and awareness. But the ability from those levels of awareness to then, with clear instruction, how to change the density of the compression of light that's called carbon in the physical body to a higher, faster, uh, crystalline structure of light. I am watching people do that. And that's not um, challenging. It's not even that hard. It does require an attention and a commitment and an integration of the soul. But you will see in the next three, four years, more and more people beginning to have that configuration. And in order to do that, the, the interaction with that Christed body, now that's not about a man or about a religion, it's about an aspect of the creator, the Christed light. It's a template, a huge template. And the ability to begin to raise yourself into those levels where you start to understand this word love which is not a little emotion as we understand it. It's a huge, powerful expression. It's what keeps the solar system in its alignment. It's what pushes the ocean's currents. It's what drives the wind. That ability to use that expression as a part of your existence is where we are all going. It's not going to happen immediately to most but it is very readily available in the moment now that this shift has occurred. Sounds pretty exciting, Jim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your own experience in that regard, in this, in this compressed carbon-based uh, body that we live in, being transformed and transmuted into this lighter crystalline nature. Tell us what your experience has been in going through that. Yeah. Um, I have kind of a unique role in this game. I'm not better than anybody. I'm just like everybody else. 
But in a way, in my spiritual path, I said I'd go first in a simple way, very simple. And I said I would draw this information in and I would turn around and provide it back to you as in simple language as possible. And so it's remarkable. I mean, what a gift to be able to do that. And to a great extent, all of you said, yeah, go for it. So that ability for me to do what I do is just an amazing experience. Beginning to have that access to love, beginning to be one with the heart of Yeshua and blending that energy to understand this uh, Christed nature, to understand the light the Creator provides in the various frequency ranges using the rays of creation. It is vast information, and I'm really clear, we're just scratching the surface of what's possible. But the objective really is, is for you to begin to integrate the soul, make it available, the physical, mental, emotional body available for the soul to express itself. And you are the soul. So it's that capacity to know yourself in your fullness. And that those little pieces of all that that are occurring in my reality are just absolutely off the charts. I mean... I get done with a conversation and it's like, wow, that's this is incredible stuff. And for those listeners that don't know, Jim, um, you probably should explain that you have this ability to travel etherically in the dream time and then have full recall when you come back. It, that's a skill set that many are going to start to have. And it's in that etheric body. You know, we call it the astral body, but it's, it's really a, it's a body you travel in, but it's so much more than just an astral body. You, in that space, when I go to sleep, I go to sleep now just slightly differently than the worn path that I used to have that most of us all have. But when you go into that space, you go into a very fine, fluid space of light that does not have words to it. And the feeling structure is very different than what we would call feelings, even the best of feelings, in the physical body. So both awareness and uh, feeling becomes very vast. For the most part, trying to bring that back into the body is not even possible. And language, no, does not work in this upper fifth dimension and beyond. You don't have words. So most people can't bring that into the body in a way that makes sense. I bring it back into the body in a way that does make sense to me. I don't forget an awful lot of where I go and um, it's you basically just reintegrate with yourself and then bring back what you can bring back. In my reality, I have the capacity to bring back a lot of that consciousness every night. It's again, not better than anybody. It's just the gift that provides me the opportunity to do everything else I do. Well, we really appreciate the fact that you are doing that, Jim, and bringing all this, uh, not only the information forward, mm -hmm. but the actual tools for us to work with so we can go through this shift in a way that's uh, really enjoyable and pleasurable. So thank you for, for doing what you do. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> well, we're going to take our next break now, Jim. We've got one section left, and I'm going to ask you in that time to tell us what it's actually going to be like for us living in this uh, fifth-dimensional world. It's Peter Tone for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Many of us make choices in our lives based on how others react. But what should really matter is making our life choices based on what we intuitively feel. By tuning in to The Mystic and the Mystery with Inspired Intuition hosts Beth Porozhik and Christine McIver, you'll receive the tools and inspiration you need to do just that. Your fears do not have to drive you, and you are naturally intuitive, creative, and whole. By believing in yourself, you can live the life you've been longing for. Listen for The Mystic and the Mystery every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. Just a reminder that my guest today, Jim Self's latest book, co-authored with Roxanne Burnett, What Do You Mean? The Third Dimension is Going Away. You can access that on Amazon or through Jim's great website, www.masteringalchemy.com. And Jim, I wanted to give you the opportunity in this last segment to actually talk to us about our new lives in the fifth dimensional world. Well, the fifth dimension is... uh it holds a different set of vibrations, but let me try to put it into very simple language. One of the things that happens is you have to pass through this fourth dimensional structure to really begin to access the fifth dimension. That fourth dimension is, is as I said, the third dimension was a box with a set of structures and rules. So is the fourth dimension. You have, for the last years, been living both in the fourth and the fifth dimension. Keep it just very simple. The fourth dimension is a stepping stone into the fifth dimension, of which the fifth dimension is a stepping stone into a multidimensional consciousness. But as you begin to find that you play in present time, you recognize the concept of choice versus reaction, and you begin to start to understand a very interesting word called paradox. Paradox simply means... What was true a minute ago may not be true this minute, and what was false a moment ago may not be false. See, in the third dimension, what you used to do is is you would look at somebody, and in fifth grade, they stole from you, let's say. 
and you grow up in that small community and you don't see that person for a while. But what you believe is they are always going to be a thief. Always and never. Very rigid structures that don't allow flexibility. That was the third dimension. When you start to play in that aspect of the fourth dimension, you begin to recall, you meet this person 20 years later, you remember that, oh yeah, you stole that from me. But you also recognize that, well, when you were in fifth grade is not who you are now standing in front of me. And so you allow for that word paradox to come into play. When you begin to enter into that, when you have that mindset playing in full, you begin to enter into this fifth dimensional space. And it is exactly what you wish it to be. It's about co-creation and cooperation and beauty and grace and elegance and respect and appreciation and gratitude. Lots of laughter. Many times I make a reference to the great dinner party. You know, we've all had some semblance of this. Maybe in, in my example, you know, you've had college friends or friends you haven't seen for a number of years in high school or growing up in the old, in a city you grew up in, and you get together as a dinner party. And there's six of you, let's say, and you were best friends. And you start to laugh and you have great food and great wine and you're making fun of one another and everybody laughs. And then somebody says, Jesus, three in the morning. And you all look and go, no, that's not possible. See, that great dinner party is holds time in a fixed now moment and allows for all of this beauty and enjoyment to happen. That's what the fifth dimensional space, the higher fifth dimensional space in particular, is. And so you begin to have those great feelings of all those words 24 hours a day in every situation that you are in. You become very clear that even awkward situations are just somebody being clunky and off balance in the moment and you reach out and say, well, here, let me help you up in the kindest of ways. You don't make fun of them. You don't beat them up. When they say something rude, you kind of let it go and reconstruct it into something. Well, what I think you meant to say is you are having a bad day, but you'd really like a great day. And they go, yeah, that's what I want. Well, here, let's go for a walk. And pretty soon they don't even ever remember making that rude comment or whatever it may be. So this fifth dimension becomes a place of flexibility and fluidity and mobility, but it has reference to the multidimensional aspects of you. And in that space, unlimited potential is what you live in. You begin to, it's a place where you were a little kid and you thought about wouldn't it be fun to be these things. And then you go through a couple more grades and you realize you are out there doing some of those things. And you begin to just grow in your own evolution. Fifth dimension allows you to grow into this next evolution. It's like going from grammar school to high school to college, as an example. You're now about to step into another evolution where words like safety or trust do not even exist because there is nothing unsafe and there is nothing to distrust. It's really lovely. So, Jim, one of the issues that seems to come up for people standing right at this gateway or doorway into this this open door of the fifth dimension is the very fear of the unknown of what it actually is and that uh, not allowing them to step through. So what's your advice to those people? 
Well, first fear is a third dimensional magnetic concept. So the third dimension no longer exists. But your habits that have you doubt or have you contract or withdraw, those are habits that if you brought it into present time and you realize, wow, this is a tremendous opportunity. Somebody says to you, you know, let's go over to Hawaii. And you say, well, I don't have enough money. I can't. I can't get off of work. Well, as soon as you get out of that repetitive mantra, I can't, I don't deserve, I, and you simply realize, well, you know, I could do this. And all of a sudden you figure out how to allow the energy to flow. Now, you've done that. And in fact, Peter, I bet you've done this in your life where you said, oh, I don't know how it's going to work if I do it, but you go, I'm going for it. And you go for it. And you have yourself a great time and you don't look back and you don't think about, oh, where am I going to get the money when I get back home? And somehow or another, you come back home with a great experience and that fear doesn't manifest itself necessarily. It might in a moment that you get back, but all of a sudden after a month or so, you've adjusted all kinds of things and you're right back into the old track. I'll just tell you quickly, Jim, I had that experience in September. I went on a sacred site tour, so I was away for three weeks from home. And when I got back, I got more money than when I left. <laughs> exactly. That's how it works. And so it's, a, it's a nice system. <laughs> it's a wonderful system. It's a wonderful system. It's called life in the higher dimensions. And it works that way all the time. You, you basically have eliminated, and when you eliminate the habits... You, you simply say, what would you like? I'd like an apple. And you're going to begin to find in the number of years in the future here in front of you, not too many, that that apple is going to appear in your hand over and over and over. So, Jim, we're almost at the end of the show. We've got a minute left. So as a final word from you for all our listeners. Well, some assembly required. <laughs> so be, be very clear. This is not a free lunch. You are required to be responsible and begin to be masterful at every thought, every emotion, every action, every moment. And when Master Kathumi said to me that a long time ago, I did everything to not move. And all I could say is, well, I guess I'm not going to be in that fifth dimension anytime soon. And he smiled and said, we'll see. And I'm going to say the same thing to all of you. It is now easier than ever if you just believe it's possible. And the good news is, uh, with this some assembly required, Jim, that you're offering uh, the insights how to do the building, which is great. Well, we teach all the tools. The Mastering Alchemy course is what I just said. It's about how to go from right now into that place of changing the physical body into light. And there's thousands of people who are doing it successfully this moment. So, Jim, I really, really appreciate your time today, as always. Wonderful uh, descriptions and explanations with real clarity. I, I really do appreciate you and your time. Thanks so much. Oh, thanks, Peter. Many blessings. So, just a reminder, www.masteringalchemy.com is Jim's website, and there's lots of free information there for you, and also the opportunity to join uh, Mastering Alchemy so you can follow your own true path as this unfolds. My guest next week is Jeanne Dute, written a really interesting fictional adventure story called White Lie, which has, contains within it lots of truths around Occitania, the Languedoc, southern France, Montségur, the Cathars, Knights Templar, and Otto Rahn. It's going to be a very interesting show. I hope you'll join me. 
It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Have a wonderful week. that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.